Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Everyone shut up. It's time to start the podcast. Wait, and George, oh. is it your, your jacket from Uniqlo? Yeah. I have the exact same one in the exact same color. Oh, get you his and Mary Beth Barone. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, no. For all for three sure. of us to have a matching thing. <laughs> no, it's huge to have a matching thing. I've been recently, um, <laughs> I've been actually having a huge crisis about how everything I own is from Uniqlo because I've been... Um, I promise I'll make this short, but I've, I'm, I subscribe to an invite-only fashion newsletter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one of her big, th- one of her big things. Um, it's written by Rachel Tashjian, and one of her big, th- who's a GQ writer, and one of her mm-hmm. big things is like resisting the kind of like algorithm clothes, like Everlane Uniqlo, like just algorithm clothes, and like I had this realization where I was like, wait. Like we all are too good for algorithm clothes. Like we should actually make an effort to like have our <sighs> own sense of style and like not look like, you know, Everlane ads. And I and now I just like open my closet and look inside and I just want to scream. Everlane. This is Everlane. Everlane. Wow. Yeah. I have so, I mean, I stopped after like the moment that we were supposed to stop, but I, I had so much Everlane because <laughs> their jeans fit me really well. And I had like, it's, I never, like, yeah. it's just hard to find good jeans when you find the pants that fit. I fucking popped off on Everlane. And then, yeah, it seems like their women's jeans are better than their men's jeans. Oh, oh. shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that will well, be the thing that takes down everything. 
high yeah. fashion? Well, you know, my boyfriend's old ripped T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so effortless and oh, sexy. <laughs> for me, it's sort of a, a nice maternity pant. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I literally, I went, I swear to God, I went, I, I tried to go vintage shopping in Williamsburg today. The one thing I bought, you better believe it was a Levi's denim jacket from yes. maybe this year. <laughs> like, that's vintage. That's vintage. Truly, like, I bet you it's from 2018. And I was like, ooh, vintage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bone chilling to go to, like, Crossroads and come out with, like, a Brandy Melville top. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> today, I swear to God, one of the things I gravitated towards was a blazer. It was, like, it looked like a really cool blazer. Looked at the tag, Zara. I was literally, but I was, I knew it was Zara. I knew it was going to be Zara. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, we have to start the podcast. I know. I like, sorry. We're, we're like, like, okay, wait. We're like already, like maybe we're the podcast already started. started. Yeah. Wait, we already started the podcast. Okay. okay. But now, okay. Let's do our intro, Sam. And then we'll rebring Mitra in. Okay. <laughs> cool. This is all going in, right? We're all going to keep Yeah. All why not? Okay. It's good. Fun. It's fun. Look, we're laughing. Yeah. Look, okay. But Mitra, fun. for now on, just. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna hear a word from me. No, yeah. Misha, seriously. Now. Starting now. <laughs> okay, starting and now. No, okay. seriously, this isn't funny. <laughs> okay, podcast starts now. Okay, podcast starts now. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Stradio Lab. You know, it, depending on how we edit this, you've probably been listening for a couple of minutes, and wow, what a blast. But I've got good news. It's just me and George now. Mitra has agreed to keep her little mouth shut. So We've heard your demands, and we told her to shut up. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, oh, George, how the hell are you? You know, I am good. I There are so many things happening in my life. Um, off the top of my head, I'm reading a book and I went to Williamsburg. You know, I saw you tweeting about reading a book maybe twice today. And I said, yeah. he's reading a book. I, this is going to come up. And and here's the thing. <laughs> People have been talking about how I'm reading a book. And, and can I say something about the book I'm reading? Please. I'm actually racing against time because the, the television adaptation of said book is coming out April 1st on HBO Max and Easter. Oh my God, that's so soon. You have a week to finish the book. I, yeah. <laughs> can you believe it? Um, which book is it? The book, thank you for asking, is called Made for Love by Alyssa Nutting. And the series oh, that's about right. to premiere is with, oh yeah, you might know it of me <laughs> mentioning to our, mentioning it to our group chat and asking if anyone wanted to do a book club and me being met with silence fame. Not silence. You said, I'm reading this book by Alyssa Nutting. And I said, Nutting, nice. And, then and that was the, the only emoji. response from the eight people in the chat <laughs> that I got. <laughs> So that was cool. And then no one ever like circled back to it. And despite the fact that everyone in our chat claims to support Kristen Milioti's career, and this is her show, but no one wants to do a book club on the book. That's because it's, they would support the TV show. They don't care about the book. Just show us the real art, the TV show. Fair. I mean, (laughs) luckily the author is involved in the making of the TV show. So you can still support her by simply watching television. That's how it should be for most authors. When books are TV shows, honey, it just goes down a little easier. It does. It's true. It's true. And Ray Romano is in it. Oh, congrats. Um, I'll say this. This book is psychotic. And I've, I, I'll, not to brag, I've read other things by her. This one is especially psychotic. Currently, one of the characters has, an, has her arm stuck in a sex doll, in the mouth of a sex doll. And another mm. character is discovering that he has a dolphin fetish. This all sounds really made up and kind of. Well, yeah, me it's off. fiction. <laughs> Need I say more? Um, well, I've got a story that is somewhat stranger than fiction. Whoa. 
Um, yeah. My sister gave birth this weekend. What? That's right, Biatch. I'm an uncle now. That's huge. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Wait, I didn't even know you were an expectant uncle. Yeah, that's, you know, I kind of keep it close to the chest because I don't want people to, you know, uh, think I'm bragging or, you know, wow. whatever. And Literally so- me making a bar graph and one of them is times Sam has mentioned his new haircut and one is times <laughs> Sam has mentioned the fact that his sister is pregnant and one is really tall and the other one is zero. <laughs> okay, to be fair, my new haircut is in many ways my baby and right. it looks incredible and it's a huge swing for me and yeah. it's a huge swing that paid off. The ball is out of the park. I mean, congrats <laughs> to my sister and the baby, but this haircut is going to be making waves for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Well, uh, is the name of the baby? <laughs> the baby's name is Bo. <gasps> Love. Isn't that fun? That's really fun. It's like playful. It's like handsome. There's something about it. That's a very now baby name, I feel. Yeah. You know, it's sort of anti, it's it's sort of (laughs) (laughs) anti-intellectual. Yeah, it's sort of anti-intellectual. But it's also like, I would say Bo is... is... That's the dumbest thing I've ever said. It, you, it's it's a really big trend right now to name your baby something anti-intellectual. <laughs> when when my sister and her husband named their baby Bo, the anti-intellectualism jumped out. <laughs> wow. That is dumb as hell. Oh. To me... Bo is also it's it could be an older man's name and I think it's very trendy right now to do that. Would you agree? Yeah, give a baby an old man's name. Like Alfred. Like Harold. When a baby yeah, is Harold. named Harold, I'm in heaven. I mean, that's literally Greta Gerwig's baby's name. Uh, see what I mean? <laughs> Greta Gerwig, the anti-intellectualism jumped out. <laughs> it, I mean, with her it really did. Um just kidding. I support um, her I support, career. I stand, I love. And she really snapped when she cast Laura Dern as mother. Oh, right, right, right. I thought you meant in in the film Mother. And I was like, wait, no, she did the casting no. for Mother? Yeah, she did. She was a casting director for Mother. That's awesome sauce for her. <laughs> yeah, that's how she started out. I mean, she acts, she directs, she casts. Mm. So versatile. So anything else? I mean... It's honestly, it's up to you to like ask follow up questions. I'm like, yes, whether, like, you're right. Thank you for calling me in. Here's my follow up question uh, When are you going to meet this baby? Um, I think in a couple of weeks, like three okay. weeks. And what is your ideal role as an uncle? Okay. And here's sort of what I don't know. <laughs> so, being a gay uncle, there's yes. something very specific about that right. role. Um, you're sort of expected to be a little more performative in your uncleship I think (laughs) and um I think what would be hilarious I've and I'm already kind of starting to lean into it is just sort of being the funny uncle and I think you can play with that in a huge way um for example you know have you seen like gay uncle merch like the stuff that is like so bad like a onesie that says like yes queen or like (laughs) I'm sorry, that you consider gay uncle. So you consider that to be the target demographic to be gay uncles that want to <laughs> gift that to their nieces. Yeah, th- yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, sure. 
So I think getting things like that would be absolutely hilarious. For the baby shower, I got, you know, a bunch of like pacifiers and I said, suck on that, baby bender. Come on. The levity. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> the pacifiers say suck on that baby no, no, bender? No, the note did. The note oh, did. Oh, oh, oh. No, you're expecting sort of like a, on your journey, I hope that you always look to God. And instead they see suck Is on your that, sister's bender. partner's last name Bender? Oh, yeah. So yeah. Bo Bender? Yeah. Okay, Bo Burnham found dead in a ditch. <laughs> That's actually true. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sorry to say Bo Bender, like, it does already sounds like a celebrity name. Like, there's kind of a lot riding on this baby. Especially, I mean, especially in the comedy sphere. I mean, if you see yeah. the name Bo Bender on a lineup, you're like, this guy's probably a little silly, yeah. but you know, maybe yeah, certainly funnier think. than Harold Bombeck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harold Bombeck is only getting stuff because he's so well connected. Yeah, exactly. Whereas so Bo Bender up. really worked his way up the UCB <laughs> ladder, <laughs> <laughs> which in the future will be relevant again. Yes. Um, can't wait for the future that we can all believe in. Should we introduce our guest? I think we should reintroduce our guest. You might know her from UCB. <laughs> <laughs> Literally true. Literally true. <laughs> um, well, put your paws up. <laughs> For Mitra Duhari. To be silenced um, during a segment <laughs> where a new baby is born, one of my favorite things in the world, and you talk about one of my favorite books was challenging. I love Made for Love. Oh, you like Made for Love? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. I'm like halfway through. Um, are you excited about the television adaptation? <laughs> I am. Um, I don't know. I think they've announced it. If not, uh, I'll check, but you might have to take it out of this, but Patty's in it also. Oh, oh my God. Cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll bleep it out if it's, um, if they haven't announced it yet and then people can guess which of our friends it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's one of the only books that has ever made me like laugh out loud. Actually. It truly <laughs> is funny. Well, you know what? Okay. Recommend straighter lab recommendation. Another recent book that made me laugh out loud is called The Babysitter at Rest by Jen George. And it really is, it made me think it's so rare that a book makes you laugh out loud. And I actually think more books should make you laugh out loud. I know. I I don't, I don't have a lot of memories of laughing at books. Um, yeah. Usually well, really I kind of books. dramatically sigh. Usually I'll read something <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm desperately trying to think of if I've ever laughed at a book. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, when are you laughing at a book? And Made for Love is one of those books for me. You know, it's interesting. So often comedians write books. They never and make that's me what laugh. I was, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, the freshly graduated from college me reading bossy pants on the train. Like, yeah. was I just cracking up? Like, I'm sure bossy pants, <laughs> bo bossy, like the bossy pants, the success of bossy pants as a memoir written by a comedian led to so many bad books. Right. Sure. Sure. Oh. Otherwise, you know, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh oh, I'm scared. What would your celebrity book of, or sorry, comedian book of essays be called? Mine would be called Someone Sitting There by George Severi. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Mine would be called um, If This Is a Party, Then Where's All the People? <laughs> <laughs> 
um, if we're supposed to be sitting, then why am I standing? It's always like something like that. Literally. So the other, a couple of weeks ago, I tried to come up with a joke one and then Googled it. And sure enough, it was an existing book of essays by a comedian that we vaguely know. Anyway. Drinking lying down. (laughs) That's like, it's like the feedback on that is like too intellectual. That's too smart. People might not get it. It does seem like, I mean, so many people do it. It's like, wait, this is like a way to like get rich quick, right? Like this is how comedians kind of cash in, right? My, oh, you know, my get rich quick one would be called pass the hummus. <laughs> <laughs> well, then in that case, you know, mine would be called, it's all Greek to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, it's nice to meet <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nice no. to meet you. Sorry about being brown in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, wait, from tag to fag in 10 simple steps? <laughs> there was one, oh God, there was Ten one that was written simple. by like a political- Anyone cons- can do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's self-help, it's-, it's Step one. <laughs> well, then it has to have a subtitle that's like stories about uh, growing up, getting Trauma. out, and eggs. <laughs> Wait, have you guys ever heard of Swo- the title of Swoozy Kurtz's biography, which I have read? No. Okay. Um, so Swoozy Kurtz, like kind of older, like character actress, like la- lady of the stage. Um, her book, uh, wait, hold on. I want to get it right. It's really long title, which is why I'm looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> Parts One, Part Goose, an uncommon memoir of womanhood, work, and family. Ooh. What? Wait, I always exactly love putting in the word womanhood is is a big mm-hmm. one. I think <laughs> if you're a woman and you write a book, it needs to have the word womanhood. <laughs> Otherwise, people shit, might not piss, know. And come. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, that's a really good one. There was one recently. Oh, okay. This is actually one of my favorite ones. You know Simone Sanders? She works for Joe Biden. Yes. Okay. This is her book title. Are you ready? It's called No You Shut Up, colon, Speaking Truth to Power and Reclaiming America. Which I love, because- Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's, yes. Someone I, I was like trying to, someone I knew was working, or like said something about her, and I was trying to remember the name, but I couldn't. And my guess was that it was called, Fuck You, My Journey. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. wow. It's nice to laugh. Well, <laughs> very giggly <laughs> Mitra you know we did silence you for a little while do you have any follow-up questions on um you know sort of my story and um how I went from um tag to fag to uncle <laughs> <laughs> so I love I love the name Bo for a baby so okay. cute um I'm trying to think if I had other <laughs> awesome awesome <laughs> got my little stamp of approval <laughs> I'm, I'm texting my sister like... everything you say <laughs> Um, no, nothing else. <laughs> cool, cool. Just wanted to check in. That, yeah, just, just had to check in because I didn't want to like go past that. Thank you. Yeah, it is. Uh, as at at record time, it is um woman month or whatever. So it was um very painful to be silenced in that way. Um, for oh such God, a significant is it portion. still woman month? My God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. It's almost over. <laughs> so much progress has been made in this time. <laughs> what's the big is there some kind of um like big day during international women's month i guess there is a woman day 
No? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there? There was like a woman's day this year. Wait, yeah, that this sounds year. so that sounded so condescending and toxic. But wait, there was one, right? No, there is the inter- whole month. It's this month. It is it's the March? whole month, but I also do think there's like an International Women's Day, like a day where you know women can really pop off. We need to like, oh yes, it's Monday, March eighth this year. So okay, great. We'll right past that. Oopsies. Um, wait, just want to just want to send a belated happy International <laughs> Women's Day to all the women in my life. Thank you. <laughs> And, and I receive, <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't celebrate this year. Um, mm. but most years I do most yeah. years. Yeah. Lay out, lay out the, the palette. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the pandemic, you know, international women's day, March 8th was just like such a day to <laughs> for everybody to get together and get in the streets and just sort of like feel alive. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel shit. right. It doesn't feel right to celebrate women in the midst of a pandemic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a pandemic caused by caused, caused by women. By women. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's caused by women. <laughs> Wait, that's, that's why been... it's so toxic. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's why it's taking so long. <laughs> that's why it has its period. <laughs> yeah, first wave, second wave, third wave. What is this feminism? <laughs> Wait, George, that was a genius joke. Thank that you. was smart. <laughs> Thank you. Funny, relevant. I'm all in on this joke. Mm. <laughs> you never know what's going to get Sam. <laughs> no, that was really good. I have a crazy idea. What if we literally go into our first segment? I actually think that's smart because things are like flowing so naturally that yeah. it's just like, maybe we should just embrace so it. It's like a the period. Breaks. It's like a woman's period. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, this is a heavy flow. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. <laughs> you, you pretty much get it from here. Um, <laughs> um, okay, Mitra, our first segment is called um, Straight Shooters. And, you know, uh, we sort of gauge your familiarity with uh, the tapestry of straight culture just sort of by asking you a series of rapid fire questions, sort of an A or B. Um, mm-hmm. And if you ask us any follow-ups, quite simply, we'll get pissed. But... Yeah, don't <laughs> ask any follow-up questions. You might be very tempted to ask a very specific one, which is, wait, how do I pick? Don't ask that. Don't I ask won't. That. No, no, I listen. I listened ahead. Okay. I, I know that I'll be punished. I don't know. I don't know why. I, I've listened no one to multiple. Does. And then, so I listen, and then I, I, I listened to multiple episodes skipped ahead so I could try to understand what it means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now I know. Just let it wash over me. Yeah. 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 You know, it's sort of an exercise in not having meaning because everything today is, you know. <laughs> So it's trying to be optimized. It's exactly. for profit. And this is right. sort of not for we that. just create oh for the sake of creation. Honestly, Sam, that's one of the themes of Made for Love. Um, oh. <laughs> you have to read it. Before today's episode is done, you will have read the book from cover to cover. <laughs> you know, that's I do crazy. Like, I, you're so right, though, Sam. Well, actually, no. I'm now remembering, Sam, This your mind is here because you recently read How to Do Nothing. I read a book, Mitra. <gasps> I read a book last week. So that's I sort of where I'm coming nothing. from. It was great. Okay, Mitra's response, everything. I've read that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm an avid reader. <laughs> wow. Trying to stump hey, her and we can't. I haven't exercised in over a year, but I have read. <laughs> wow. Sam, would you like to start? Okay, Mitra, I will start. Standing Lana Del Rey or manning an AC-130J fighter jet by Lockheed Martin? 
this is like not nice. Um, <laughs> I guess standing Lana Del Rey. Mitra, this is a, an easier one. Patagonia fleece or Herschel backpack? Patagonia. <laughs> okay, Mitra, The Wire, Chicago Fire, or Brockmire? <laughs> um, um, Brockmire, because I don't know what it is, and it feels to me like something where guys go like, strokes beard. <laughs> <laughs> Julian Assange or Julianne Huff? Julie, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one. Hmm, Julian Assange. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Mary Had a Little Lamb or any song produced by Will I Am? Um, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Mm, Holding someone accountable or Hold Me Closer, Tiny Dancer. <laughs> Hold Me Closer, Tiny Dancer. And I also just circling back to the last question, listen to, I was, I I drove from LA to Seattle this week and I listened to Ella Funk from top to bottom yesterday while I was in the car. Because wow. <laughs> I, I remembered listening to it so much in like sixth grade and yeah. loving it. And it was one of those things where I was like, I just don't think I've listened to it since then. And I just made myself listen to all of it as I was driving into Seattle. <laughs> what, how did it hold up? Um, so there were some songs that were so fun. Like I, when I heard Hey Mama, Hey Mama, Ditch That Bit, whatever, I oh, was sure. like, oh, yes. <laughs> and like everything else was like. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I um, mean, sorry, I stand uh, the Black Eyed Peas pretty hard. Uh, I was I was all in on them. We all Me too. Did. I was just imagining too, like my poor mom, like in the van, us begging to listen to Black Eyed Peas and screaming, just want to squeeze tits. <laughs> like her just being like. <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, when she goes, my lovely little lumps. <laughs> and you know what? This is actually an amazing segue to my final straight shooter. Okay. Because um, it is camel toe, moose knuckle, or gender neutral genital lump. <laughs> camel toe. Okay, and here's my final one. This is, it's kind of all been leading up to this. <laughs> okay. Your choices are Joey from Friends saying, how you doing? <laughs> Steve Carell in The Office saying, that's what she said. Or Neil Patrick Harris in How I Met Your Mother saying, legend, wait for it, dairy. No. Okay, I'm going to go Joey. Um, <laughs> and I have been unironically saying legendary lately. Which is <laughs> not something that I'm proud of, but I, I'm going to, I'm putting it, I'm putting it on the pod. <laughs> Um, you know what, Mitra? I'm gonna say you got a perfect score. The yeah. energy was incredibly high. That was <laughs> Mitra, everything you're doing, I'm loving. <laughs> you have star power, you're here, and you know exactly who you are. Mitra, you're going to Hollywood. <laughs> um I've been non unironically saying good vibes only recently. I, I get know. it. We're at, you know what? We've been inside for a year. We can say this stuff. <laughs> I've also been saying epic. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, I do think it's, unfortunately, the word iconic is overplayed. So we are kind of backtracking to now literally talking like fourth grade boys <laughs> because the <laughs> one thing we had that wasn't that was iconic. And now that is over. I know. I still, I've, I still find myself saying it, but I do, I am like, I'm, I'm really calling stuff epic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is fucking epic. <laughs> I'm like, what rocks, are the alternatives? 
I mean, sometimes awesome. things just are epic. Awesome. Sometimes things are epic. Sometimes things are legend. Wait for it. Dairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like what's like, a, I'm trying to think of a more kind of gay slash queer slash feminized word. Like, should we start calling things chic again? Chic doesn't have enough. It's punch not as to much. It. It, it does not have. No, it feels like more like like to me when I th- hear chic, I think of like a wayfish person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like she like needs a help. Wisp. She needs yeah. help. She's chic. Like My wife. She's chic. <laughs> Call the doctor. My wife is chic. <laughs> I'm chic and I can't get up. <laughs> Oh my God, we're, this is the hospital chic ward. Everyone here is chic. <laughs> my life to say we're underfunded. We're chic. <laughs> uh, if you're chic and you don't have healthcare, what do you do? <laughs> um, okay, sorry. That was, sorry, I took that one, sorry, one, sorry. one, it was one, one plus one too far. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Being chic is a, uh, fuck, I can't. It's like, what's, uh, guys, I'm bailing. I'm like, I'm forgetting oh no, what the oh word no. is for- He's um, malfunctioning. Because you're fucking chic. You're chic. <laughs> Sam, you're too chic to do, to do to record this podcast. <laughs> Should we postpone for a later date? <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, can we wrap this up actually? Um, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm all done. I'll see you guys later. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs> I do think um, the, the more gay feminized uh, thing that's going to be popping off more is the sort of um, making up words. Like yeah. I think the, like what we've seen in this season of Drag Race, if I'm being completely honest, is sort of the Gagatrandra, the like, um, <laughs> like putting Idana after everything. Like, I we're mean, just gonna start Gagatrandra is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. Okay, so it's like- <laughs> Gagatrandra. What was, what was the context, Sam, of Gagatrandra? It was like got Mick during a, an untucked, saying like someone's look was Gagatrandra. Gagatrandra. Like, <laughs> that is like language folding it on itself. There was at one point I saw a tweet, Will Kellogg in fact tweeted it. That was, it was like me trying to remember what Marvel villains are called. And it was got me being like Gagatrandra. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Gagatrandra. <laughs> yeah. It would, it is like, a, it's a transformer vibe. <laughs> yeah. Gagatrandra, like it, the car turns into a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that's please, my wife, she's very chic. She was hit by a Gagatrandra. <laughs> I want to oh. come out of this episode with a whole new language. Like <laughs> a pair a paragraph that makes no sense to anyone who hasn't listened. <laughs> oh my god. I'm I'm feeling so blessed and I so grateful. I'm feeling, I mean, I'm, the riffs, honey, they're on today. I mean, <laughs> each and well, every from the riffs. You did come in with an energy that was so, that almost allowed me to be myself for the first time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, please unpack what that means. <laughs> you never know so often we're like we're so nervous about something going well or not nervous about it going well but you know it's like it takes a lot for three different people to be on the same page um, sure and um mm. i think with the birth of bow bender it's a new day <laughs> <laughs> bow bender is ushering in a new era ushering <laughs> <laughs> in a new era gagatrandra <laughs> one what of my podcast- first word is gagatrandra <laughs> 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 
Gagatrandra. Oh my god. I would love at least gag. Gag. Gag actually is like a pretty simple <gasps> like you could ensure his first word is gag. That could be your that could be your your gay uncle thing. Yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, I think it would be even more iconic if the first sorry, iconic is the only yeah. word we can use still. Um <laughs> <laughs> Well, we haven't find found a suitable replacement. Right, Gagatrandra, exactly. of course. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it is a bit too of an many awful. syllables. <laughs> Um, is if I could get Bo Bender's first word to be just wig. <laughs> My dad, I can't, it's hard to tell if he's being completely serious or if it, there were a few words in between, but he insists that my first words were no and fuck. <laughs> I simply don't buy it. He said no. it was up there and that it was really upsetting. <laughs> Maybe you were saying like, no fuck. Like you were trying to censor it. Like he was like, fuck. And you were like, no fuck. No fuck. No fuck. <laughs> I also, my, my mom had a tumor went with me. So my head came out really long. And you know, and they give you the little caps and they like roll up the caps like you do with a beanie. Mine was unrolled all the way <laughs> because my head was so long. <laughs> and the, 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 one of the first things my dad said when he saw me was, is it going to stay like that? No. <laughs> oh my God, wait. <laughs> Sorry to, oh God! I had a similar thing where, so I allegedly ate my own poop in the womb. Thank you. And then <laughs> when I came out, what? Any questions? When you came when out, came, you had, your teeth were brown. Yeah, no, but according, so apparently I like licking almost, your little poopy fingers. <laughs> literally, the first word was poop. <laughs> very like fat baby and fat teen and like and my grandma my grandmothers were like very not shy about being like George he's fat you know like it was whatever and so so the running joke was like George was trying to eat his own poop that's how fat he was in the womb. No. <laughs> and so but but my point is that apparently I came out and I was like really discolored because I was like getting sick getting chic from eating my own poop <laughs> oh, no. so my dad who like really exaggerates when he tells stories Every time he tells us the story, we'll point to whatever nearest him is like literally navy blue. He'll be like, this this color. He was this color. And it was like, <laughs> and it's like him explaining that I was navy blue when I came out of my mom's womb. Wow. My wow. sister was blue, but she had the cord wrapped around her neck. Oh <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Very yeah. avatar. <laughs> Very avatar. <laughs> Gagatrondra. Gagatrondra. That, that is Gagatrondra. Gagatrondra. <laughs> Avatar realness. Zoe Saldana's is is that who's yeah that? Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana's Gagatranda. <laughs> God. Anyway, uh, wow. that's a rhythm. Sam, what was your imperfection when you were born? Um, I was I was pretty chubby when I was a baby, and not that that's not, I just not think an that... imperfection. But okay, go on. <laughs> Like good. Me meanwhile, Mitra had a like <laughs> shape and head. I was blue. You were like, yeah, I was like a little overweight. Yeah, I guess like I didn't have a full head of hair right away. <laughs> My nail bits suck. I couldn't like walk. Yeah, I walk. <laughs> but I do feel, you know, I feel like ever. Uh, yeah, you're, that's I wasn't it. bilingual that's yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can we get into the topic. I think we actually should. Okay, randomly, Mitro, what is the topic? Okay, so my topic that I would like to talk about is Victoria's Secret. Mm. And we absolutely love this. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is genius. It's genius. What brought you to Victoria's Secret? 
Well, so from my personal perspective, it definitely like when I was like first dating and like having sex, that was the thing where I was like, well, you get Victoria's secret. If you want to like be hot to a guy, you will have a <laughs> matching Victoria's secret panty set. And I looked at the website and, um, wait, I wrote down, it has the sexiest bras, panties and lingerie, like, it, like still committing to the word panties. But most importantly, since it is <laughs> women's month, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the website, hashtag raise her up. It's the homepage. Oh no. Victoria's Secret is powered and inspired by women, <laughs> which is why this month we're celebrating International Women's Day by featuring all the incredible women around the world who are fighting for equality. No, it, it moved. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> oh, but you get it. It's they're they're yeah. doing they're doing that, um, which is iconic because it is like um, it ruined my life <laughs> yeah. for so long, and also just like the worst material. But um, is that yeah, it true? Just feels like. It's, I don't like the material personally. And like the, like all their, bra, like so many of their bras are like just fucking rock hard pushup bras and stuff. Yeah. And now they have pink, which is like a little more like athletic or whatever. But anyway, it feels like to me, like performing straightness, I associate, like I see like a woman in like a pushup Victoria's Secret bra matching thong. She's so like fucking t like tight. And mm -hmm. she's like in the ocean. <laughs> she's in the ocean. Help her. She's drowning. She's looking fabulous while doing it. <laughs> yeah. I think Victoria's Secret always to me is like, like I have no proof of this, but it's like the CEO is a man. Like Yes, Les Wexner, I believe. Oh, um and is named Lex. Les. Les. Let me Lex. make sure. But he so he was in like an Ohio person who yeah he it's like hit that and i feel like the, the limited or something like that oh, yeah. um and like a bunch of the factories were in ohio and there were buildings at ohio state which is where i went to school and dropped out of but they have buildings named after him so he uh M he grew a business empire after starting the limited victoria's secret abercrombie and fitch express bath and body works so he loves to like sort of um uh, torture women <laughs> <laughs> i mean he literally invented them all like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unlimited yeah. two and Victoria's Secret were the stores. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, so when I, when I was younger, I um, used to think the slap bracelets at Limited Two were free because they didn't have price tag. So I was just shoplifting <laughs> slap bracelets every time I went to Limited Two until one day my mom was like, "Where did you get that?" And I was like, "From the from the bucket at Limited Two <laughs> when they give away slap bracelets." <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I Victoria's Secret in a mall is like such a charged thing because mm -hmm. it was like even as a boy I feel yeah. like when you were walking past it you're like supposed to perform being turned on like <laughs> you're supposed to perform <laughs> like looking at it and being like yeah. nice or like uh oh yes. <laughs> it's like it's also like you know listen maybe this was because of that and because maybe I thought I was supposed to have that reaction and I didn't and maybe I was it was something about me but I, I think objectively, it's just a suffocating environment, even if you're not the target, even if you're not like a woman who feels oppressed by beauty, like even if you're literally a little boy, it is just, it oozes toxicity. Like it is just <laughs> yes. not a good place to be. I just remember passing it and being like, I don't want to go in there. Right. I mean, <clears throat> it's all like, I got an air bubble. Did you hear it? <laughs> <laughs> I. I haven't had an air bubble in so long. It is like You're so embarrassing, up. even though it's not my fault. 
every time I get an air bubble and like my voice comes out sounding like a frog, I'm like, yuck, ew, like fuck me, right? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> well, and you know, not to you know, not to make you self-conscious or whatever, but I don't think I've ever had an air bubble. I don't really know what that means. Is that real? Wait, randomly, I don't know what an air bubble is. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Like, again, not trying to make Wait. you feel like uh, the weirdest person now on actually, earth. Now I'm actually like tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> Metroid's really okay. okay. <laughs> I just have never heard the phrase air. I've never I've heard never someone heard say, that oh, phrase. I feel like I'm never... think something. <laughs> it is so crazy every time you think something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Just to think something is universal and it's not. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> you know, an air bubble. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> I, mean, I literally don't know what to you do. You like now. get a little bubble in your throat, and your air, your voice comes out. No, I can imagine. Like, yes, I'm. I'm now. I think, like, <laughs> you try to talk, and the first syllable that comes out is like in a weird voice. It's like until you swallow the air bubble. So like it could have gone on forever. <laughs> <laughs> so you could just get stuck like that. Please, like, eventually you swallow the air bubble, but like it's a little tumble like that. <laughs> But it's like you're not doing anything. It's just like the air is there and it's like yeah. in your throat and it's making your voice come out weird. But now I understand that this doesn't happen to everyone. So. Okay. I mean, not only does it like not happen to everyone, it's not like in the culture. Oh, wait, Sam, don't make her feel worse. <laughs> I'm just like really confused on your perspective. Uh, oh, stop. <laughs> I can't believe like, that's what you just it's said. It's like me being like, like, you know, when you go to piss and you're like, what's piss? Like, I feel like that's what just happened to me. I cannot believe that Sam, your follow-up was not only does it not, not happen to everyone, you're also weird in general. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Wow. I and I like exit Zoom <laughs> and the podcast. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a crazy um realization wow <laughs> wow okay i have no idea what i was saying <laughs> so victoria's secret to me there are two i think it's the perfect it's one of the most like no, sorry i one of the most iconic brand names <laughs> we need a new word we I need know. a new one word. of the most what is it gagatron <laughs> <laughs> but i don't even mean iconic in a good way i mean it in a literal sense that it has like become iconic you know, like i you know the Iraq War is also iconic, but not because oh. it's good. And awesome now example. he said it. <laughs> the and only other reference you could have made in that moment. Yeah. Anyway, my point is that like Victoria's Secret is just one of those brand names that everyone recognizes, like Coca-Cola. And yeah. And to me, there are two elements of it. One is the name Victoria is such the platonic ideal of a sexual woman's name. It's mm -hmm. almost like Victoria Veronica is like this too. Vanessa. Victoria and Veronica are so different for me though. Veronica Whoa. to me, there's a girl that I went to school with that I was obsessed with. Her name was Veronica. No other reason. I think just because her name was Veronica yeah. and she was like kind of cute. And Victoria, I feel like she's like very buttoned up. Like, like she's oh. hot, but she's very like, like, I don't know. But so Victoria down. for me is posh spice. Um, 
Victoria Beckham. And see, I wasn't like exposed to the Spice Girls until oh. I was like in my twenties. <laughs> or like, <laughs> okay. like I like heard Spice Girl songs, yeah. but I didn't know about them. And I was kind of like, oh, like what are they? Whatever, or what are they? And then oh, I was like, oh, they're okay. like iconic. They're Gangatron. So to me, <laughs> to me, Victoria is Posh Spice. Veronica is Christina Applegate and Anchorman. Veronica Corningstone. Oh, or wow! Corner so Stone. kind of the opposite. We're actually yeah. flipping. Yeah, I guess your right. Veronica yeah, right. is my Victoria. You're right. <laughs> The duality of man. The duality, right, right, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I could go on, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll like work on the essay. And I'll, Wait, okay, how do you feel about Vanessa? Vanessa, it's so Vanessa Hudgens to me. Oh, for me, uh, it's Vanessa Lachey. Wow. Oh, Cause, yeah. Because yeah. to me, when I was watching TRL when I was younger, her name was Vanessa Manillo before she married Nick Lachey. And I remember she was very, and still is very hot, but she was very attractive. And um, yeah, it was, it was, that was like an early, it was, it was very much like, oh, the perfect woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, George, does a V name exist to you that is not hot? What about Vera? Uh, Vera? Vera? That's like, like vampire hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Vera's I think Vera... like Vera's like 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 um your eye color doesn't like like your eye color is like surprising given your complexion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like, okay, so I hate to say this, but like Velma is not a hot name. I think yeah. you can say that. Okay. <laughs> but then again, we've got Velma Kelly from Chicago, right, and that's right. hot. But in its own way. Yeah. <laughs> Vivian, that's a hot name. Vivian is hot. Vivian's hot. I had a friend in college whose name was Viviana, and I thought that was really hot. Whoa. Yeah. That's I mean, hot. that sounds like a name that like got Mick made up. No, <laughs> no, it's for, true. For the kids. And she's like, now have a hot daughter. I think she's literally now like a civil rights lawyer. So go off, honestly. Viviana. I mean, that's glamour girl. Imagine if you were, if your civil rights were in danger and your lawyer was named Viviana. I mean, it's over for the <laughs> other people. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm Viviana. Yeah. I'm and it's lawyer. like, oh, fine. They can have rights. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is like jury found dead. In that yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> this is my impression of the jury when Viviana shows up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's guilty. <laughs> oh, no. They have an air bubble. <laughs> Wow, to bring back air bubble. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm actually so sorry. Um, so take wait. me back to that space that I clawed my way out of. <laughs> no, truly, I'm sorry. <laughs> my, and to, to, to just finish my thought and then I will stop talking. It's like, so on the one hand, you have Victoria, which is a hot name. On the other hand, you have secret. It's like, it's so obvious. Like, right. oh, what's her secret? It's her private parts. It's so obvious that a lingerie company would be called someone's secret. Okay. So that's why I think it's maybe not supposed to be a sexy name because it's like anyone could have this underneath their clothes. Like Mm -hmm. anyone could be Victoria with her secret. Victoria is like, she's a businesswoman. She's like all buttoned up. And then underneath all of that, she has like a rock hard red bra. (laughs) (laughs) It's non-compostable. Like you can't, it actually, it actually is like ruining the environment. If it's within like a hundred feet of flames, you will go up. (laughs) (laughs) It's like clothing you can hear. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, uh, the secret is that she's wearing underwear? I think. Oh, like the secret is that like there's a thong underneath. Oh, to me the secret is like that she has genitals and the underwear is like covering up the secret. See, this is crazy because 
none of these things are secrets. They're all like a given. Like I would assume you have genitals. I would assume you have underwear. No, I think the secret is like underneath like your regular outfit. Like oh. like you look at me, I'm in a black turtleneck today, but underneath right. I could have on like the sexiest red bra. You would You're never right. know. You're right. That's, That's what what it is. my interpretation. You're right. Um, okay. yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure yeah. if we Googled it for one second. <laughs> no, 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 we can't. <laughs> no, 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 that would ruin it. That would ruin it. Okay, but really so this... it's like, oh, my dog was named Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny. And like, she would like always like hide like my socks under the bed. So like, secret. <laughs> I have a really distinct memory of my mom getting a Victoria's Secret catalog and them advertising a bra called The One. <laughs> Thoughts? Like, um, it sounds like it probably was, a, I imagine a bra I would never want, but I would have bought when I was 18. Right. <laughs> There was like I definitely a, yeah you go you go <laughs> I definitely like was buying Victoria's Secret bras until not that long ago until I went like I I feel like it's very recent that like on mass we were like we don't like need to do this right like I don't I don't think it like I feel like it doesn't like it feels like it's longer than it is that that totally. happened at least like within my community I think there was just a moment where I was like wait I can like just like wear Hanes, <laughs> that's <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> yeah, um, well, and not just that, it's almost like now it's uncool to try so hard or something. Yeah, I was gonna say something similar. I feel like it's cooler to be like in extreme, extremely basic basics and be like, I'm the one that makes them sexy, you know? Oh my God, back to Everlane. Back to Everlane. <laughs> it's yeah. the I mean, Everlane complex, a, yeah. I had a ton of Everlane <laughs> underwear. Um, RIP, but they all actually disintegrated because they were not, they were like, the material was too thin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> they all had like holes in them. Um, and, but, but I, I, yeah, it's either that or it's like, get some like amazing, like ethically made, like crazy. I have, I have like either like the ugliest, biggest underwear or like, like underwear that I spend a million dollars on that are like made of silk. And I wear like once a year to be like, <laughs> <laughs> she's got it (laughs) (laughs) yeah huh Uh, do you know what I I recently sorry go ahead I was gonna say I bought it for my college boyfriends and I like I I was like this is this is what we'll do it this is what we'll show them that I'm good at sex and Mm -hmm. like it just felt so important um and I yeah, I, I remember like <laughs> I was like dating someone or like whatever, not even dating, but like he lived he lived far away. So I mailed him a set of Victoria's Secret underwear and bra and was like, this is what I will wear when I get to you. <laughs> and I was, Wait, like, this team. is okay. Here's okay, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Like, or not even a question, just a prompt. <laughs> the idea of lingerie as a gift is such a huge part of this culture. And I think yes. it can work both, the way you did it is empowering and feminist than Gagatron, Gagatron, <laughs> Gagatron. But then the opposite side of that is like a man buying it for you, quote unquote, as a gift with the oh implication God. that you're going to wear it for him, which it, like up until so recently was like such a common cultural trope. Yes, and we were supposed to be like, yes. <laughs> like, oh my God, just Thank what you. I wanted. Like, get me, like, food. <laughs> get me, like, a cool hat. <laughs> get me a cool hat. 
This is an interesting point, though, when it's like when gay people do something, it's hot. And when straight people do something, it's really messed up and weird. If if a man were to buy me like a weird underwear thing and be like, I want you to wear this, I'd be like, this is the hottest thing anyone has ever done. My, my nightmare is like I, somebody yeah. like guessing my sizes like right. that, like that's hell because either way I'm like, I feel bad and mm-hmm. I'm not, it, it just feels horrible or just like, it's so specific, like what underwear a person, like, or at least for me, like I'm, I'm very particular about what underwear I wear and the material and like the shape mm-hmm. of it. Like it has to be like, has to hit high waisted. And like, if it's going to be, a th- it has to be like this kind of thong or whatever. Like I, I don't want a bikini. I want a boy short, like all that shit where it's like, I can't even imagine being like my boyfriend and like opening up a website and being like, time to get exactly what Mitra likes. <laughs> well, exactly, because it's like, it's hard enough to buy someone a sweater. Yeah. You know what, I, like the idea that you would, <laughs> that you would actually try to buy someone underwear. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like underwear for like wearing. It's like right, underwear right, right. for like- And now we said it. <laughs> and now we said it. And now we said it. We're not even prioritizing women's comfort. It's for the man. <laughs> That's finally someone <laughs> dares to go there with Victoria's making secret. the subtext text. <laughs> Just like, yeah, I, I guess it's all the same, like sports illustrated too. I guess like every single one of the models also sort of had the same face, which was very confusing to me Yeah, <laughs> where I remember always looking at the, the displays and like trying to figure out if it was one person or many people. <laughs> Wait, you're so right. Yeah. so like now I'm having other flashbacks to my mom's Victoria's Secret catalogs like they would have like kind of famous like they would have like famous models in them Mm -hmm. right yeah like Giselle yeah or other models (laughs) (laughs) well and that's like how you get like that's like a big deal to be like I'm a Victoria's Secret model like that makes you a famous model yeah oh my god Victoria's Secret what about the Victoria's Secret fashion show as a as a concept um, so brave, so empowering, so good. I loved it. <laughs> here's here's what I here's what I picture. What I picture that, I, and I think this did happen. I'm not just imagining it. Like there's musical performances that happen while the models walk down the runway. So it's like yeah. yes. it'll be literally Giselle walking down in lingerie, and I swear to God, Justin Bieber. Like, I'm pretty sure that happened. Yeah, literally happened. Like go, like going around her and and being like. You baby, like you know, <laughs> I am 18. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. I, I want to perform my like old comedy at yes, the Secret yeah. Fashion Show. That's what they need to do is have me come on and be like, My name's Gretchen and I'm 13. <laughs> <laughs> they should have literally Janine Garofalo do stand up comedy. <laughs> oh my victorious. god, and she rolls up like with the notebook and it's just kind yeah, of like yeah, yeah. talking. And- <laughs> 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 I have to say, we will not have full progress until Janine Garofalo performs stand-up comedy at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Finally, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Take Mission that, statement. Women's History Month. <laughs> Fourth wave starts now. If I ever like like marry a trillionaire or something, I'm gonna self-finance my own Victoria's Secret <laughs> show. <laughs> That'll be my first act as trillionaire. <laughs> Mitra, let me stop you right there. You mean if you ever become a trillionaire? Happy Women's Month. (laughs) I have not one skill that could make me rich. (laughs) Ever heard of writer performer? That's a skill. Writer performer, casting director, Greta Gerwig. (laughs) I'm going to make such an epic short film on Instagram that I become a trillionaire. (laughs) 
the first out. Instagram Reels trillionaire. <laughs> you know, collecting billions from adults. <laughs> I will say it took me until I was about 30 years old to find out that actually like writer performers like don't make the big books. It's crazy. I was like, oh no, like this whole time I thought. Oh. No, you have to get into producing. Yeah. <laughs> or you have to be a psychotic little agent. Yeah. Have, yeah. yeah. But... Oh, good yeah, for them. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Isn't it shocking when you talk to someone who you think of as being like way, way, way more successful than you, and then you realize they're also not making any? I know, and they're like renting my room, and I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't have a house? It's actually crazy. <laughs> I feel like, I feel that way with like because I don't, I just don't understand how the music industry works. And I'm like yeah. just starting to know. So like every successful musician is like, like I feel like that's like the one that I'm always like, wait. Oh no, <laughs> they make no money. It's crazy. Shouldn't, shouldn't you have like a plane? <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, or especially like successful, quote unquote, like indie musicians where you're like, you're the epitome of cool. Like you've performed at Bonnaroo three years running. <laughs> like surely something must be coming out of this. And they're like, I have six roommates. Nightmare. Guys, Phoebe what? Bridgers listens to this. Like she's going to be really offended that we called her poor. Hi, I do think Phoebe Bridgers <laughs> is rich in my mind. See, and that's what and that, we're talking that, about. That makes, it true. that makes it true. You know what's sad? She probably isn't. That's really sad. I think she is. Okay, she is. Phoebe, it's canon that Phoebe Bridgers is rich. <laughs> um, and I just want to say, like, never met her, know nothing about her, like, enjoy her music, have no uh, right to say that she's rich. <laughs> but I want that for her. Me too. I really think she deserves it. I think she deserves it. I think anyone that's been on TV even once deserves to be rich. I, I think it really ruins the illusion I when I think agree. that they could be worried about paying rent. That really bums me out. You know what's even darker is like writing a book and publishing it also doesn't make you rich. Yeah, what? Imagine okay. how much effort it would take. Oh no, oh no, me too. No. Okay, so this is what I... <laughs> I got another air bubble. I think because I'm laughing so much. It, and, that, and, and it's okay. And that's okay. You know, I we, actually feel we sick. Something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think it's funny, but because I, I like, it, it feels the same thing to me as realizing that like the restaurant that was so popular in my hometown isn't a chain restaurant. Like that, like that's what is happening to me over yes, and over again today. Totally. <laughs> I actually had, well, I had something, I can't even remember what it was. Recently, I had that with a word I've been mispronouncing wrong my whole life, and I was so humiliated. I thought it was the Honduras until I was like 20. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it, the I mean, I certainly, when I was younger, like before I knew kind of like what the etymology of certain brands were, I would be like, before I knew Givenchy, I'd be like, Givenchy. Of course. Yeah, I don't course. know how to say any of them now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being like, asked to say anything nice out loud it's the same no. like anytime I'm in like a fancy place I assume that I stink like that's like sort of the like <laughs> I know exactly what you mean yeah or if, suddenly like my skin is really oily I will enter a, a place like that and suddenly it's like oh do you not have a skincare regimen <laughs> yeah I, every time I'm in like a really night like a room full of like really like fancy people I'm like my PO I know I have I like my body stinks I know my body stinks. and there's like nothing actually like crazy happening but I'm just like everyone here I know they all smell amazing and I stink like shit yeah. 
What's that? <laughs> <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> um, I thought of a word that I never know how to say right. Okay, um, what? Julia Louis Dreyfus. Louis Dreyfus. But like, I, I think many times in my life I've said Julia Louise Dreyfus. Um... That's fine. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine, Sam. It's I'm, not I'm a big like deal. saying so much shit and forgiving so much shit that I have nothing to do with. <laughs> oh my god, that's fine. Um, well, to your stink point, you know, when we could go places, I I love to lean into the stink, you know, get ahead of it, sort of um, proudly not wear deodorant, and then say, you know what, this is good. This is a good thing. <laughs> Sam, you're famous for being a stinker. Yeah, I'm a little stinker. Stinker mafia, rise up. <laughs> Okay, empowering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and I just don't really feel like wearing deodorant, quite frankly. But honestly, when I am working a job, I do wear deodorant because I don't want people to dislike me. Yeah. And I yet you that. don't have that courtesy with your closest friends. They should love me for who I am. Oh, good call. <laughs> <laughs> I have like no actually interesting revelations on Victoria's Secret. It just felt like straight culture to me. No, it's the perfect, <laughs> it's the perfect topic for a podcast. Um, Sam, yeah. do you have it? The I'm perfect trying to think... topic for a podcast. <laughs> for our podcast. I mean, specifically this one. Um... I mean, if you're if you were gonna go on like fresh air and be like, yeah, my topic is Victoria's <laughs> Secret, I don't think that would fly. But for our purposes. <laughs> um any final thoughts on Victoria's Secret? Um the other straight okay the other straight element of it is how like it is sex for people who don't understand sex yet mm. it is people yes who want to appear like they know but actually have no idea so they're like grasping at straws it's like when a like young boy talks about like what girls are hot it's it's that and so it's yeah. it's like elementary school sexy like I'm sure there are still like tons of people who love it. I think it's just realizing that like we like the the real thing. The real question is like like the people who real don't know yet that they don't have to do it. Like like I can certainly like I get that it's fun to put on a push up bra and look like I have bigger tits than I do. Like that's awesome. <laughs> I that's love really that. fucking cool. <laughs> I for, as someone who like doesn't really have tits, I love putting on putting on a push up bra. A to me is like so funny. <laughs> like <laughs> as someone who like never wears any kind of bra really ever, like to put on a push up bra is I I you have to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> But also I'm like, this rocks. Mm. <laughs> this is awesome. I I could be convinced to be like this forever. Um, well, now it's like even more sinister because they're adding the layer of like empowerment. Like, like empower oh, yourself, sweetie. Like get the same product, but now it's empowering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so much can change with just um, literally marketing language. It's mm -hmm. <laughs> a good lesson. <laughs> this pussy grabs back on the on a Victoria's Secret thong. <laughs> I have a question. Oh my like, God, obviously, genius. we're now heading towards everyone calling bullshit on all on all on that kind of marketing, empowering marketing language. Like, what's going to happen after that's after people can no longer get away with that? Like, the world's going to implode. <laughs> We've been that's been the crux of everything for so long. Everything like, has been like, you are brave. Buy yeah, this. Exactly. <laughs> Like that's no longer gonna fly within like a year. Yeah, yeah. Girl boss, get Cheerios. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. Um, maybe it'll go back to being like fuck women. <laughs> I think literally yeah, that. I mean, unfortunately, I think, I think it might. 
<laughs> the two You're genders. Good enough. Wear this. <laughs> the two genders are literally girl boss, yas queen, and fuck women. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It's dark. Scary. It's dark. <laughs> it's bad. Well, fascinating. Well, I'll say this. Um, I really think we got, I think we got to the bottom of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we really got to the, lot, uh, the bottom of a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. I'm, I'm stalling because I don't know what I'm going to do for our final segment, but, but really good work. Everyone. Well, I just want to say for me, like this podcast experienced so much. I was silenced at the beginning and then I um, was uh, bullied for a bodily function. And then... <laughs> yeah i guess um thanks for everything (laughs) thanks for coming well i mean you've done an amazing job time (laughs) raising awareness for bubbles or whatever that was stop sam you're so mean (laughs) i just want it on record because often i'm accidentally mean sam was more mean about the bubbles (laughs) okay i literally wasn't mean i was just being investigative i was trying to learn more about oh being investigative Mm -hmm. is one of the tenets of of our ethos of our podcast yeah well i don't mean i don't know if you if one of the episodes you listened to was with nori reed because that's where we defined um a concept known as glamour girl as someone who is wounded glamorous and seeking truth oh, i have not heard that episode out well it's a big one. It's I think that's in terms of the myth making of straight here lab it's huge and i would just i want to say i would i would go so far to say is glamour girls don't shop at victoria's secret it's certainly wow. the last resort. I yeah, would last resort. Yeah, they do when they're on a job. Like they'll go there. Like, they'll yeah, go like, there. Like undercover, like <laughs> undercover. working a, a big job. Like they'll they'll go to Victoria's Secret and like get stuff. For a their huge un- part undercover. of being a glamour girl is going undercover. Oh, well, with like being undercover, like like of course you're not going to dress how you would normally dress. And there's so much seduction that goes right. into being undercover. So yeah. like you're constantly it's, fucking we're talking to about get being undercover. We're talking about being undercover as though it's like a kind of classic part of life like you know that for a glamour you're girl <laughs> a glamour girl has to get the secrets and to do that she has to go undercover and to, right and to really get the secret she has to seduce often. okay you're right you're right you're right it's just true. part of the job it's part of the job <laughs> it's part of the job and i take it back glamour girls can go to victoria's secret but every time they go they also donate money to a cause and it's tax deductible yes and and if, yes exactly they write it off as a work expense <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> let's do our final segment. Let's do our final segment. So okay. Mitra, our yeah. final segment is called shout outs and we give a shout out <laughs> to something that we um, like is sort of in the style of a 2001 TRL. You're shouting out to your squad back home. Free hugs uh, vibes. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and George, do you want to go first? Sure. Why not? Okay. Love it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm like, you're Ow. furious, but what's sure. up? What's up, my dear and beloved listeners? I want to give a quick shout out to Garlic. Yes. I love garlic. Oprah voice. I love garlic. <laughs> he went there. Okay. Fearless. This morning, I got a text from my mom and she said, this Thursday is the 200th anniversary of Greece's independence. And I say... <laughs> I thought you were going to say the 200th anniversary of garlic. I know, like, is this still about garlic? She told me that, that, and I had forgotten this, that one of the traditional things you make on Greek Independence Day is fried cod and skordalia, which is a garlic kind of dip. And it made me think, what a great opportunity to use one of my favorite ingredients, garlic, which so often gets overshadowed by other things in a dish. And in fact, make a dish that is just garlic dip. 
can you imagine something Yum. so powerful? It's that feel when Kelly Rowland has a solo career. It's that feel when the supporting actress gets the nomination and wins. It's Renee Zellweger in Cold Mountain. To me, garlic is Renee Zellweger, and that's all. Woo! Woo! Wow! I, I love that. Thank that you. Yeah. Um, okay, mine's obvious. What's up, my listener losers out there? I want to give a huge shout out to Bo Bender. That's right. I'm shouting out a child. This is his first shout out of all time. Bo is going to look back on this moment and be like, damn, I got a straight up shout out. That explains why I have such a head start in the entertainment industry. He is going to be a writer performer and he's going to be the first rich one. I cannot wait for you, <laughs> Bo Bender, to be an industry insider, writer performer, wealthy agent slash casting director. So, You've got star power, baby. And I love you for that. Keep it up. XOXO, Sam. Woo! Wow. Cute. Really good. Cute. So so far we have garlic and Sam's newborn nephew. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give a huge shout out to post-it notes. They come in so many colors. <laughs> they help me keep track of everything. I love post-it notes. My walls are covered in post-it notes. <laughs> Woo! Check it out. Oh my God, they really are. Ooh, I see them. Woo. Yes. <laughs> slay, slay. Slay, slay. They come in so many sizes, so many shapes. I mean, not that many shapes, but yeah, some. Um, More than you would think. More than you would think. More than you would think. <laughs> you think of the square, but there's actually so much more than there's that. There's so many more. Okay, well, <laughs> woo. Woo. Oh, now, Beautiful. That is gagatrandra so wow that's what i should have really shot gagatrandra to have a it really is like um it also makes me think of like um a woman wielding a scepter in a tundra yes <laughs> because mm. of all the obvious trandra but like right, right, right. because of the right a woman in like <laughs> yes, right exactly uh, it makes me think of um oh fuck what's the character from avatar Oh, there's one that like whatever it doesn't it does not matter. I'm, and I'm talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender. Not, okay, so uh, okay, because weirdly enough, we've actually discussed James Cameron's Avatar on this podcast multiple times. It's recently. a running theme, apparently. I've seen that, but I really like. I've spent a lot of time with Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's yeah. a show that I also want to rewatch, but it was huge for me. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I recently went on a podcast that was about Dragon Ball Z, a show I've never watched. Oh, hmm. did fun. you crush or? Yeah, I think I did pretty well. <laughs> at one point I said something I was like trying to be funny and I was like one of my biggest insecurities is like not understanding a cultural product because I feel stupid or something and I was trying to be funny but they were like oh it's okay if you don't get it like kind <laughs> I was sweet like, thanks. They sound nice. <laughs> oh thanks anyway. I was like, that's the worst feeling in the world is being yeah. like oh thanks I was actually being a bitch that <laughs> <laughs> I used to post like long rambling Facebook statuses where I was like so excited I got a call back it will be under a bridge at 3 a.m it's for a play that will be 17 hours long about come and piss and then my mom would be like so proud of you <laughs> I'd be like, no I was being a bitch <laughs> nothing good is actually happening to me <laughs> mom it was a takedown of my peers <laughs> <laughs> Mom, this joke was for three people. Back off. Back off. This isn't for you. You to your mom about your Facebook status. <laughs> this public thing that I posted is actually incredibly ironic and meant for an audience of three. <laughs> and then your dad comments with the image that's like, let people enjoy things. <laughs> but it's like about your mom enjoying your Facebook yeah. status. <laughs> uh, 
Wow. Um, well, Another Mitra, incredible riff. Mitra, this has been an absolute delight. Thank you so much for doing our pod. I mean, Thank Mitra, you. I'm literally going to like sign off and then cry tears of joy for two hours. <laughs> I had such a blast feeling I'm so, so punchy. I'm going to fall asleep immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, spring is here and <laughs> Gagatronza. Happy New Year. Gagatronza. Happy New Year. Woo. <laughs> <laughs>